have a million coffees today. I'm going to need one before we go to Roz. Oh, yeah. I brought mine from home. Okay. To make I saw it. It's really cute. You already saw it? I, I peeked in your bag. Why? It was out. What? It wasn't out. It was out. My bag was not. Your bag was. Okay. Technically. You looked in my bag? Legally, it's, it was zipped. I had to unzip it. And I and it was out for everyone to see. It's not out. And that's that's not out. And that's you going. There were some legal documents that I went like this. <laughs> okay, flipped through them because they were out. Dude, I had to see if you sound like you're somebody. in a like a <laughs> what are those movies like Ocean's Nineteen? Wait, did you looked in my bag and found my coffee? Okay, I obviously was kidding about it being zipped and me going through documents, but but your you bag did was, look in my bag. No, no, I did not look in your bag. Your bag is. A very loose. Don't open describe bag. my shit as loose. <laughs> it's loose, and it was falling over the chair. So I, while passing, oh, my eyes look at this liar! Look at she's trying to justify it to you guys. I didn't. Go, wow. No, no, wait. If this was a legal investigation, I did not touch your bag. I glanced. You sound like Robert Durst right now. I didn't touch your bag. Oh wow! I didn't touch her bag, and yet you know the you know that there is a one tiny K pod in there. Because it was poking out the side. Your bag is. If I'm, if are I'm you guys gonna hearing use, this? If I'm going to use one word, HIPAA mismanaged. Oh, I can't believe you would go full Mark Scanlon on me. Wow! All right, Ken's. Yeah, listen to this. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin, Rachel Scanlon, Worldwide Dykes for Life. Hey, two dykes, two dykes, two dykes, one mic, one mic, one mic, one mic, yeah. Two dykes, two dykes, who dykes, who dykes, we dykes, we dykes, we dykes, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Nikes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm the other one. Okay. Also named Mackenzie Goodwin. I had to legally change my name to host this podcast. Okay, and boy, ahead. was it a headache. The paper trail. Fuck. What was I going to say to you? What were we saying before? Your bag is mismanaged. Your bag is loose. Oh, it's listen to me. Barely listen holding me. together. Listen to me. This is not that important, so feel free to do whatever. This isn't what I had prepared for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was making a list of different goals that I have okay. for different times. Yeah. So there's like a three month, there's a one year, mm-hmm. there's a three year, and then over my lifetime. Is getting married to me in the lifetime goal? It's funny that you bring that up. Okay. Because in my lifetime goals, mm-hmm. I put Mary Nazara okay. under lifetime. Yeah. Nazara also did this. Mm-hmm. She put it under three years. Huh. And we had one of these moments where we we're like... Oh, oh. <laughs> that's so funny. We were like looking at each other and we we're like, oh, huh. somebody wants this much sooner. Oh, so we're, uh, oh, you're on a three year plan. And I'm over here like maybe before I'm dead, <laughs> maybe at some point between yeah. retirement and coffin. Yeah, okay. That's all. It's very hot in here. Are uh, you okay? Yeah, I'm loving this. Okay. You know, I thrive at 90 degrees and above. 
just if you're listening to this episode, just know um, it's 96 degrees in here today for mm-hmm. absolutely no reason. And if you are looking at us, that means you found us on Patreon and welcome. We are so glad you're here. We got lesbian game night coming up. And also we have shows coming up where we are going to be performing live in your cities. Make sure you go check out our link so you can come see us live. Mackenzie gets weird on the road. So you're going to want to see that. I do get weird on the road. I love, I love road Mackenzie <laughs> road. Mackenzie is going to be one of the best Mackenzie's out there. I feel yeah. like you're always like you're halfway between like always stealing shit from hotels. Surprise, but true. I, I actually think that's a surprise to no one. <laughs> like, I think they look at me and they go, yeah, you're going to steal something from that hotel. Mackenzie's a thief. I surprisingly am not. I'm like yeah. a very goody two shoes on the road. I'm like, we got to wake up. We got to go for a run. We're going to bed. Well, you're kind of like that too. Yeah. We love to read. We do. Okay. Can I tell you, this is fully off topic. Yeah. We got propositioned recently. Who? By a gentleman on Instagram. Wait, you and you Erica? And I. No, no, no. You and I. Oh. As a podcast, we're propositioned. And I want to talk to you about this because I haven't responded yet. Whoa. So it's still on the table. Okay, wait. Back so, it up. No. What, what, on, in our DMs? DMs. Somebody DM'd us and said, I will pay you $7,000. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a week or a month. Or a piece. Or a piece. Yeah. That's true. If we're splitting it, this is different. Because then it goes down to what? What's half a 7,000? Right. Six, five? Don't make me. Six, five. Don't make me do this. Three, five. Yes. My fucking brain. I can't believe you thought. Okay. Anyways, the proposition was this. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to touch me in any way. (laughs) You don't have to send any pictures. Nothing. I just want you. I want to know that you're getting taken care of. Mackenzie. And can I tell you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to say your side? What would What you- do you mean? There's no side. Yeah, what is your answer? You can't, you know, our our being a person, mm-hmm. we're getting proposition. I'm getting propositions all the time. Sure. Left and right. But not seven grand. A oh, month. so the figure caught the figure, your interest. Of course. But this is my initial reaction. Mm-hmm. Barfcity.org forward slash gross forward slash get out of my DMs mm-hmm. forward slash why are you bald? <laughs> forward slash why are the letter R you bald? Yes. I was disgusted. I think gentlemen propositioning women, the whole like daddy, you're my daughter. I want to take care of you thing. I don't like it. Can I counter for me? Can I counter? Yes, of course. I think that it's kind of beautiful because Mm -hmm. it's very out in the open. I think any type of like, consenting adults true being like let me lay it out for you exactly yeah then you are actually kind of empowering the other person to say yes or no because when it's a question then you have options yeah sure it's sure it's a bit much (laughs) but every time if i'm being if i'm being real real yeah this is i've had these in my dms not very frequently Mm -hmm. but a few times yeah not like a ton a ton because i think that i'm not exactly baby material yeah, yeah, a sugar baby i'm not a sugar baby material yeah. you know what i mean people i think look at me and they're not thinking no. that but it has happened a few times yeah. and every time that i've opened it and read it i've thought to myself this is rather polite it's always polite every time i've been propositioned like this yeah. it's been very polite i mean yours must be full of propositions you're very baby you're very baby I disagree. I think that I'm giving sugar mama vibes oh, in yeah. about five to ten years. <gasps> okay, so now I have a question. Yeah. If because I obviously this is we would never do this as a team. Yeah, well, let's as actually a podcast, let's start there. As a podcast, it's gonna be a it's gonna probably be probably no. It's gonna be a big no. Oh, for sure. 
But I have a question. Yeah. As a podcast, if we were propositioned by an older woman. For free. I would do it for free. <laughs> I would pay her. <laughs> let us. Please let us. If you're listening, let us please. Get so in these DMs. I guess that's where, to me, it's like, I wonder if my my feelings would change if it had been a woman, not a bald man. Yeah. Well, we both. Um, and actually, there's no disrespect. No disrespect to bald men. I'm just being specific of who this. Yeah, it was, was a bald man. It was a bald yeah. man. It was a bald eagle. But Let's you go. know that I'm like bald is beautiful. Yeah. Um, I do look like a bald Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, you get so I'm bald constantly. Yes. Yeah, so Even I'm, though you do have hair, it's the only thing I have. It's just like your vibe is bald. It's my vibe has always been bald. <laughs> So if it was okay, wait. you and I both always have yeah absolutely adored older women. Yeah. We stand them pretty hard on this podcast. Yeah. And in our real I mean we when we were dating we were in the 20s we were like we just so desperately want an older woman to yeah. love us. Yes. And whether that's <laughs> to be analyzed or not you is not what? the point. Let's definitely let's not, not analyze let's not. But we've always loved older women. And there is something very fascinating yeah. about the difference between being approached by men versus being approached by women. Yeah. Anytime. Also, we are gay. Yeah. So that kind of adds another layer of no thank you. Mm -hmm. But even without that, there's just certain things that like when men do it, it sucks. And then when women do it, it's fucking cool. Like motorcycles and cigars and cigarettes and propositioning young hot podcasts for okay. stuff and my stance on cigarettes is not cool i'm just when a woman disagree can i paint you a picture mm -mm. picture cruella deville yeah but instead of like scary and yeah. killing puppies mm -hmm. it's just a long cigarette yes the only long cigarette that i think is cool is if it's candy on the end it's one of those candy cigarettes okay sorry don't think they're cool i so you're, you've never have you ever had sex with somebody who smokes? I've always said no. I've been on, I've really, really liked people that smoke and mm -hmm. it's a, it's a no for me. I quit smoking cigarettes for one girlfriend for like, <laughs> and it worked out, didn't it? <laughs> okay. Going back cigars. To wait, cigars. Imagine. Yeah. She's 43. Okay. She has honestly too young. Okay. She's 60. Perfect. Okay. She clips the end of it. Yeah. She like, it licks what? it yeah it licks it yeah and then lights it with a match okay and then blows it you're saying mm -hmm. yeah no i'm the halfway smoke there coming out of the you're not a smoke no no i can do cigars yeah it's cigarettes that i'm like no for i could do any anything except any type for of smoking vape yeah vaping is also so Fuck, I, I could i could violently unsexy <laughs> to me <laughs> yikes okay so okay so wait, wait this is my question mm -hmm. who would be your dream Sugar mama. And they are pay paying you mm -hmm. literally nothing. They want to just be like your sugar mama. They don't pay me money. I mean, let's. That's not a sugar mama. I guess I, because I don't want there to be like monetary exchanges in this scenario. Right. It would just be the dynamic. The dynamic and maybe like taking you out to eat, like showering you with gifts. I guess that is monetary. All right. Who would be your my, ideal? My dream sugar mama. Yeah. Um, the first one that does kind of come to mind mm -hmm. is um who plays bet porter jennifer beals jennifer beals because yeah. we just found out that she is properly 62 right oh yeah and that to properly me 62. Yeah. is power yeah and as so she plays gay she plays gay we've seen the power yeah mm -hmm. and that like i would i want that age okay i want 60s i actually because if i'm gonna go 
there's like, I think if you're not actually in your Mm sixties, there's no chance you're going to be able to baby me. Okay. I could see that. I think it's all personality though. Yeah. Well, I think it's your power comes from your personality, not necessarily your age. Cause there's some babies that are in their sixties, but (laughs) mine is Angela Bassett from American horror story. She's been in everything. American she's, Horror Story. She's Black Panther. She yes. plays his mom. She's everything. She's, That's such a good fucking answer. Thank oh, you. wow. She's fucking powerful. The jaw. The jaw. So talented. The so sexy. Holy shit. She's such a good actor. Every time I see her on screen, I'm like, I am in love with you. I'd let her put me in a cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you know when they're hot? Yes. Do you know when they're high like, up? Because not I, just, I don't mean like cage, like, like a dog's no, cage. No. I mean, like I'm like a bird this. cage, but high, high, high up. up waiting for something. Yeah. The, I want to be at eye level. Show me some respect. Okay. <laughs> I want to be really high. I want to be like way too high up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad you um answered that way. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you for bringing this up. Yeah. I think this is an important, very obviously we bring yeah. up important topics. And I think the point of it is that we're going to say yes to this guy in our DMs. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. Great. But it just made me think of like, who would I actually say yes to? And it is probably only Angela Bassett. Yeah. hundred percent. And I hope that somebody lets Angela know. Yeah. Get her on the pod <laughs> immediately, <laughs> please. And also get that cage with the pulley system. The pulley You're going to need to get chains. a contractor. <laughs> You're going to need to get a big drill. <laughs> we'll fly in those DMS, yeah. which kind of reminds me. So last night uh-huh. I'm, and this is so interesting because we are coworkers, but we do this job. So yeah. I would like to share some things about my um, personal sex life okay. with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm Emming L to my GF the other night. I'm making love to my girlfriend. God, I got that quick. You're good. Yeah. You really know me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and here I am, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really, I'm doing it. Okay. I'm really in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and just, and I don't want to like, I don't want to get HR involved here, but I'm, I'm like, She's in bliss. Okay. Okay. She's in paradise. She's having, she's experiencing euphoria. She's in ecstasy. All right. She's seeing God. Okay. She's having the best time she's ever had sexually. Okay. okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I'm in, I, and I'm enjoying it as well. Of course. But I'm also there. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm also I'm there. there. <laughs> I'm there sweating, looking like shit. She, she looks she's, up and she goes, Hey, you're actually not touching me at all. So I'm, I'm, I'm making love. I'm putting in work. Okay. I'm there. She's in bliss. I'm putting work in. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause there's a, t- we have sex a, di- a ton of different ways. This time I'm like, I'm in a position where, and this is important for the story. Mm-hmm. I'm not just out here bragging about the pleasure. It's there's a reason <laughs> why it, it sounds like you're bragging. It sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm also a, a comedian and there's a reason why I need to emphasize mm-hmm. the ecstasy that my partner is in. Okay. Go ahead. I'm laying in a position where like my hips are towards the ground. My stomach is on the ground. Okay. And I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting so hungry. Yeah. And typically if you've been a long time listener, you know, I, I love to have sex right before dinner, yeah. but what I have started doing recently is training for a marathon. Right. So several times I'm running the furthest I've ever run in my entire you life. You need to be snacking. Right. You need to be carving up. Right. Okay. And I am halfway between fainting <laughs> and coming i'm halfway and i'm i don't know you have to pick one road what yes there's a fork in the road there's a fork in the road and i am also like i don't know if you've i've also like have you ever had 
okay, so you know I'm a silly sex maker in general. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like really getting it. You know what I mean? Mm. And like sometimes you don't need to laugh because sometimes like we're having a good we're time. We're in the middle of. Yeah. Don't. You know what I mean? Wink your eyes at me. And my stomach growls so loud, Mackenzie, <laughs> that like we all thought it was somebody something. had intruded in the house. And I had to decide if I'm going to like own up to it or be like, yeah, we've, I better Somebody's go check it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was so jarring mm-hmm. and I'm so hungry that like we, you should have been like, yeah, I'm going to go check it out. You stay here. Yeah. Keep it warm. Go in there and just get a snack. Yeah. While looking for the intruder. Right. Shoving your face full of Chex Mix, whatever you need to do. Well, he, I'm, all, you know, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing endurance training. Yeah. So I'm already knowing how to push my body to the limits. Yeah. And I also know that I can fuel up with something called a GU gel. <laughs> right. I could very easily sneak off. I'm going to go check out the intruder, pop a gel. Suck it in. Suck it in. Yeah. Get a quick burst of energy. Is she going to be able to taste that on you when you come home or come back to the bedroom? Absolutely. It's a pretty strong, specific gel. So she's in bliss. <laughs> yeah. I'm starving. Mm-hmm. We f- we get to a, an okay stopping point. Yeah. I'm like trying very sexily. If you can imagine me being like... Playing it I cool? half look like shit, but also I'm, I lo- look like shit because I've had sex, which we've talked about where like when, yeah. I, when I'm done having sex, it doesn't look like a movie. It, it looks like... The Grim Reaper. Yeah. I look like... Um, you look like you've been through the final act of a Terminator movie. Yeah. You come yes. out. Why? I don't know, but there's smudges of black all, all over, over your face. Yeah. Sweating. Mm-hmm. Cut Cuts on your arms. Yeah. I'm like, I need a medic. Yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but also because not, so not just the regular look like shit, like yeah. I'll look like... My lips are purple. Yeah, you look like you're about to pass out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then I very sexily try to go like, let's order some Chipotle. <laughs> like as we're in the halfway mark too. Yeah. So we ended up like ordering. So your mind is very clearly on food. Yeah. I'm not like, sex. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just There's like, nothing sexier than being in the throes of passion. Yeah. And someone saying we should order Chipotle. Right. Because it sounds like I'm kind of like over this. Yeah. But I'm really just like about to pass out (laughs) because I keep running 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 miles. It seems like you need to start eating more. I think that's we all know what the answer is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, can I tell you something? Yeah. Okay. I'm going later today to a murder mystery birthday party. Great. This is an adults only murder mystery party. Okay. I wasn't picturing children. Well, I just want you to know this is... Is it a sexy? No, no, no. Oh. I'm just saying this is like an adult murder mystery party for someone turning 32. Okay. Okay. I get an invite. Everyone has to show up in character. There's like a best dressed award, some an award for people who stay in character, yada, yada, right? Okay. I get my character sent to me. And these are handpicked by the birthday girl. Okay. 
I get my character sent to me. And to me, I've never been read harder. Oh, no. I want you to know. It's not Tilda Swinton, but that would be very funny. Tell me. My name is Natasha Evans. Yeah. The police chief. I'm Uh stern, intimidating, and unapproachable. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, listen to this. Things to share. She doesn't socialize much with others. Pretty bad. Sucks. Pretty bad. She does love to watch and make sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's pretty on point. Dude. And I question everyone that looks suspicious. Also pretty, (sighs) pretty like me. Um, here's maybe the worst prop suggestions. I have pictures of my pet hedgehog, Captain Squishface. <laughs> Important relationships, Captain Squishface. No, that sucks. That's really funny. That's my character. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I've never been more read in my entire life. They read you really, really By hard. A personal friend. Yeah. A close friend. Close friend. Erica got like a socialite who loves to gossip and has fun. And I'm supposed to be just in the corner being like, check out my hedgehog. Yeah. That's brutal. It's brutal, man. But also pretty cool. I guess. You know what's cool is I get to now go to a party and I have an excuse not to talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. That's kind of fun. I love it. Are you going to get deep into character? I have to. You're going to get a picture of a headshot? I have to. Frame it? I'm framing it, bringing it around. No one will want to talk to me, which is kind of perfect. I know. You know, I hate talking to other humans. I know you do. So I'm really pumped about this murder mystery party. What do you think I would get? Mm. I have a feeling you would also be a sheriff, Mm. but I think you would be a boisterous sheriff, Mm. a boisterous sheriff that um, arrests people who have done nothing wrong because you would be wanting to wield power. Right. Yeah. Power hungry sheriff. Oh God. Is what I would give you. Great. I'll take it. And I'll take the hat. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I can't wait to hear how the party is. I want to go. I'll let everyone know. We love games. Are we the only lesbians like games or is it just us? Mm. I think everyone likes games, but lesbians games. are very competitive. I think yeah. lesbians are more competitive than almost anybody. Yeah, we get too raw. Yeah. Let's get into the episode finally. I oh, know that right. we've, we've really been yabbing. Sorry. we Long time no gab. <laughs> um, so our first segment today is Ask a Dyke. Here is our first voicemail. And if you want to leave us a voicemail for a Bumble Fumble or an Ask a Dyke, you can email us. Or we have a phone number in the description of this podcast. Dyke hotline. All right. Hey, Dykes. I have kind of a stupid, but I don't know, important to me question. I, I, don't, I don't know when the window closes, when it's like, okay to make a move. How I don't even know how to be a friend around here because I totally just want to like, oh, just get after her. I, she's so beautiful. I just want to respectfully disrespect her, if that makes sense, if she's into it. Consensually, of course. I don't know. God, I sound like a crazy woman. I'm so sorry. But Dykes, if you have any information, basically what I'm trying to say is like, what's proper girl code about sliding in? Like, obviously, I moderated their breakup last week. She's not completely out to her family. And um like what do i do <laughs> okay so this was edited down a little bit but right. the gist of it mm-hmm. is this girl yeah. helped her, these two friends go through a breakup yeah and now she's friends with both yeah yeah and now it's like when can i slide into the one friend's 
DMs yeah. or hit her up. Because she helped with the breakup, but also is friends with one and yeah. now is realizing like, I actually can't be just friends, just friends with this person she because to respectfully disrespect her. The female gaze is beautiful. It is. Um, wow. I've never been in this situation. What about right now though? With you? Yeah. Hey, the window never closes. That's what I'm wondering. I think the window never closes. Unless somebody gets the ick. If somebody gets the ick, then your window is slammed well, shut. There's been a lock attached. I think it's, I mean, like, there's something about if you're friends with somebody, are right. their exes off limits? Yeah. I have personally stopped talking to close friends because they started dating an ex of mine immediately after. But I also said, hey, you hanging out with them makes me uncomfortable. I was mm. very vocal about it. I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. And it was also the, the this ex had started to stalk me. Ooh. So I was like, hey, so you hanging out with this person makes me feel like you're in on this yes. person's like weird shit. Because this person was making me feel very uncomfortable. Right. So I told my friend, I was like, I don't really, I don't want to be a part of this friendship if you're going to start hanging out with this person. And they started dating and dated for like two years, I think. Holy shit. Yeah. Why? But that was also, that's none of my business. To me, I was like, you guys, if that's how you feel, then do it. But I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, scary. It's it's weird. So in, I only have the perspective of the other person. And to me, I'm like, they shouldn't care because obviously the relationship didn't work out. But they also, you have to be prepared for them not to want to be friends with you. Right. I think you have to, it is a case for case. I mean, like, I yeah. think when you're talking girl code in straight world, it is way different. It's always like a no. It's always an awful limit. It is like not really wiggle roomy. Yeah. Queer culture is a little different where because we're a smaller community, I think it is more like, um, it's more okay. It's more acceptable yeah. to be like figuring out where the wiggle room is because mm -hmm. there's also just different layers to it where a lot of times we've dated people that we know or know people yeah. that other people have dated or whatever just because like it it lends itself into being but there's also such different levels of relationships right so if it was like very brief right mine was very brief yeah and that's probably why i didn't care that much but the person was also uh, unsafe make, yeah. making me uncomfortable right that's a that's just so, crazy right so but i also think I wish we knew how long the relationship had been between the two girls that broke up. Right. I think the only thing with this particular caller mm -hmm. is like with when you have been a part of someone's breakup, there's so here's my thing. Yeah. I think in general, mm -hmm. exes are free agents. Yeah. I know that that's like a little bold as a blanket statement, but I would generally stand by it. Yeah. Like as somebody who has had, tons of like flings and stupid things with so many people. Mm -hmm. I would hate for somebody to hold who I've been with against me just for like purposes of, Oh, you've dated this person. It's like, well, I've dated everyone. Yeah. So who cares? So as I think a we're also in LA though, you have to realize that there's a lot of cities, a lot of towns in the U S where there are not that many queer people. Right. So it could be a lot different. The feelings could be a lot stronger. Totally. About this. Totally. And it is like case for case, of mm -hmm. course, but in general, I'm like, if you've if you've dated people that are exes of whatever, I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. But that's Auntie Ray over here. And I'm like, I play things pretty fast and loose. So you're like, go for it. I'm always go for it. Ex there, except for two scenarios, yeah. <laughs> typically. Yeah. One is if you 
if something happened while the couple was still together, I think that... You mean if there had started to be some flirting while the couple couple was still together? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a no. Because it's... It just is, um, well, fuck it. Honestly, even then, I guess you knew it was going to happen. So I'm maybe terrible. So you're like a, your advice is yes, go for it. Hit her up. I'm always like, if you, if there's already a spark and you already like this person and they already like you, like you can't fight the moonlight a la coyote ugly hilarious you can't fight the moonlight if it's already there so even if you're like oh somebody else is going to be upset it's like well it's it's upsetting because their feelings are there and you can't fight that so your advice is all is fair in love and war all is fair yes 100 percent, because okay. you can't help so even if it's painful whatever you can have adult conversations yeah but i do i worry about being a part of somebody's breakup that's okay so because that's my that only can make up. it a little bit messy with does it yes. seem like you I wanted them to try to help you Okay, that's where I'm at is because you were involved in the breakup and a mediator, like you said. Right. I think I would wait at least a couple months before sliding into this person's DMs. I agree. Or at least trying to ignite something. Because to me, it's very disrespectful to almost be a part of a breakup and then be like, hey, what's up? Right. I think I would wait a couple months. Yeah. But I'm in your corner of all is fair in love and war. You got The thing is like you can't help if you like somebody. So as long as you make it known that this is a thing that was like organically happening after the breakup yeah. and that you didn't cause this breakup in order to slide in. But once again, those yeah. are all things that are, that can happen with conversations very easily. And also we're in the queer world. Like yeah. it's okay. We're a smaller community. You can't help who you like go after it. You're not a bad person. And sometimes you just got to get in there and that's I fine. I think it's fine. All right. I have something I want to share with you today, please. As you know, I did a who tops who, for you. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's play. I'm like, let's have some fun today. I feel like we haven't done a two, who tops who in a while. We haven't. And I did this specifically for you. Do I guess what the viewers guessed? Yes. Hold this. Okay. Okay. So this is who tops who hats edition. Okay. So now I just, the rules, because a lot of people DM'd and asked, you are not <laughs> guessing which hat tops which hat. Great. It is which celebrity happening to wear a hat (laughs) and the hat can play into your guessing. Of course. Because to me, I'm like certain hats give more top energy. Certain hats give more bottom energy. Right. So it's the whole image as a whole. Of course. Who tops who? You ready? Thank you. Of course. First one. You have Dua Lipa. Oh my God. That hat. Big hat. Or Megan Fox. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And I do want to point out she is sitting in an office chair. Yeah. And just holding herself a little unsure. Yeah. That might play into what you guess. I mean, the hats are also very similar. I would say they're not because Dua Lipa's hat is truly, it could shade a hundred <laughs> people. It gives the shade of a hundred people. It gives the shade. Yeah. I think- it's more of an umbrella. Yeah, and I don't know if this is uh, controversial or not, but I do believe that Megan Fox is a top. I think that is controversial. Yeah. I think that she tops all the time. Okay. And in a performative way. Yeah. For the sake of being a top. Yeah. Not for the heart. Yeah. For the like, and I bet Machine Gun Kelly also enables that. Yeah. Whereas Dua Lipa. Yeah. I mean, look at the hat. She's basically bottoming for the hat. (laughs) So you're going to go Megan Fox. Yeah. 
Okay, you are wrong. That's so fucked Our up. Our listeners chose Dua. You're kidding me. It could have been Megan Fox's, uh, her body language was, was giving bottom. If I may say, there's yeah. a Stella Artois yeah. right by her hand. Stella's a top beer. Actually, that's very true. I know that. Wow. Good job. Good eyesight. Thank you. Also, there's no one more controversial to talk about than Megan Fox. I know. Why? What is that? I don't know. I Whatever. People are biphobic. That's People why. People are biphobic. Get them out of here. Okay. We have the queen. Oh, my God. And we have pink. Holy fuck. You've and, done it this time. And pink, Why'd you do this to me? I know. This is a hard one. We had a lot of DMs being like, what the fuck? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> this is actually, it's very painful for me. It's hard. So we have obviously the queen. And I would say pro-choice. And she has a hat. This is pro-choice. <laughs> queen Latifah is wearing a hat that is like a tight. Like yeah. you can tell that's a quality hat. That's a really high quality hat. It's also a little bit hamburglar. <laughs> it's a little hamburgly. Okay. But then we also have a pinstripe pro-choice hat on pink. That's a fedora that I believe most stems in 2006 wore. And when I say stem, I do not mean science. I mean <laughs> the like the soft butches of the world. Okay. <laughs> who tops who? Why does she look like she's a farmer almost? It's an it's giving or, or Amish. Amish. It's yeah. giving Amish farmer. <laughs> okay. So typically I do believe that these two are both tops. Yeah. Um I think that's pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah. So when you put them, when you pin them up against each other, we got a lot. Oh, and then the hat. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think just based on wind alone, yeah. that uh, we, Queen Latifah would probably blow the fedora off of Pink's head while topping. Okay. So you're giving it to Queen. Yeah. And you're right. Thank God. You're right. Yeah. It's very hard. I can't really imagine anyone to be topping Queen Latifah. I agree. She's also the type of top that she, it's for her. Like she's a nurturer. She's a giver. She's a pleaser. She's your daddy. Can I be honest? Yeah. Now going back to our original conversation about sugar mamas. Yeah. I'd like to throw Queen Latifah in the ring. I would absolutely like to I'm gonna throw need that to, hat. I'm going to need to throw that hat in the yeah. ring. Yeah. Okay. Next one is we have Britney Spears. Incredible. And we have Jennifer Aniston. Wow, wow, wow. We got another fedora here on we a heterosexual. Sure What's I, up with heterosexuals wearing fedoras? Well, they obviously have no fashion sense. Yeah. And also, I'm not 100% sure Jennifer Aniston's a 100% heterosexual. You heard it here first. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Oh, wait, we have to talk eventually about that rumor about Sandra Bullock. I know. We have to. Okay. Maybe on next episode. Great. Okay. It's a private episode. Sorry. Also, oh. Mackenzie made me laugh so hard in the middle of this episode and we had to cut it and I will force Mackenzie to say it on the next episode. It is it's really funny. so embarrassing and the funniest thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Is it? Is it because you're imagining me do it? I'm imagining you. Or the you pain of me <laughs> hovering. Don't tell them again. It's bad. It's wow. bad. You know what it is? It's me thinking I'm like... There's nothing better than like someone thinking they're crushing it in the bedroom and then the person you're having sex with being like, hey, bud. No, it's pst, 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 pst. they're not even close is let's go. It's let's just so painful. Going. OK, sorry. Um, this. Wow. First of all, already disassociating. That is Britney Spears mm -hmm. is holding on. Yeah. Uh, and Jennifer Aniston. I mean, this one's pretty obvious. I think yeah. that there's not. The watch Jennifer Aniston is wearing is a men's watch. Yeah. The I think the stance alone, she's sitting on a stool. This looks like a headshot that I just took. 
Yeah. 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 Right? <laughs> Except with pants on. Jean shorts. <laughs> Sorry. Jorts. Um, I have to say, Britney's hat does have a feather. And it's kind of giving like a flamboyant Pirates of the Caribbean vibe. Yeah. To me. Like if they had actually cast a gay person in any of the six Pirates of the Caribbeans. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Aniston is a top. Okay. And I know that because of her hands. Yeah. You know how lesbians have. She's giving two fingers right there. She's giving two fingers right there. Two she's, in the pink, one in the. <laughs> she's, she's trying to top the stool right now. She is a top the stool. And I think <laughs> like you can tell there's something about the thumb and the, the palm and the veins of a lesbian that mm. uh, Jennifer Aniston has here. So. Let's see. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you always are. All right. Next one is we have um, Khloe Kardashian in a Kotex hard hat. The tampon? Correct. Or pad. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Or, or pad. Or pad. <laughs> for those of you pad wearers. Yeah. For, for pad hive out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't say the pad. Hey, for all you pad heads listening. This picture of Khloe Kardashian is for you. It's so also, when this flew in, I was like, who is, is that Kelly Clarkson? It's I said, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson looks fucking weird. <laughs> okay. Khloe Kardashian in a Kotex hard hat mm-hmm. or Miss Piggy in, I would say, a, almost like a Titanic rose hat. That's like a, yeah, that's a Sunday best hat. Yeah. And I do want to say for those listening and watching. Mm-hmm. I am not comparing these two. Yeah. Some people were like, LOL to the comparison. I am not comparing. They're never a comparison. I don't comparison. think people understand how this game who works. Top who? Yeah. We're not saying. Who would rail yeah. the other one? Yeah. Obviously, Obviously that's what I'm asking. this game is an arbitrary game for lesbians to play. Yeah. Okay. So who? This would... isn't fucking smut magazines. No. It's Miss Piggy without a doubt. Yeah. That I mean, one is was actually the easiest one. Yeah. Miss Piggy would top Chloe Kardashian so hard. I think Chloe's very hot. Yeah. And I think Miss Piggy fire is hotter. Hotter. All right. Next one is Florence Pugh. Ew. In what? Uh, that was fighting my fighting family. Why fighting do with my all family. of them look like my worst ex? <laughs> Did you do this on purpose? <laughs> Are you trying to poke at me? No. Why do both of these lesbians? Oh my God. This is so effed that you would do this to me right now. Your ex did look like this though. And it was this vibe. And every time she would walk up to us, I would go, fuck. (laughs) And I'd go, ooh la la. (laughs) I'd say, here we go. And Florence in this is not queer. She's not queer in this movie, but the, the, she's giving queer energy. Who is this again? That's Lily. Oh, Lily Singh. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to definitely give it to Lily yeah. without a doubt. That one was pretty easy. Everyone voted Lily. Mm-hmm. And also Gives in that photo, top yeah, energy. really like powerful. I yeah. think Lily Singh is like very, very hot. hot. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Next mm-hmm. is Cara Delevingne mm-hmm. or Zendaya. Mm. <laughs> and now this is an actual photo of Zendaya. This is not photoshopped. You're I, kidding me. I know it looks like this hat exists. It exists. And that was a. This is a photoshop. It's not. This is a deep fake. I remember I had to look at multiple websites to make sure this was not photoshopped. You're telling me she wore that hat and then made that face. Correct. And Cara Delevingne in a, um, a beanie that is like a flower, not a flower, like clouds. It's a blue woven beanie with clouds on it. And she looks to be, they're both at like a red carpet. Yeah. So Zendaya tops. Yeah. 
And then knits that hat for her as like a thank you for bottoming gift. I think you're right. Yeah. And you are right. Booyah. She does. And she actually brings all her sex toys in that hat. Yeah. It's actually full of dillers. That's why the hat's so big. (laughs) That's why she's making that face. She goes, you know, instead of the backpack, it's the big hat. All right. Next one is we have King Princess in a bucket hat. Mm -hmm. And then we have Kehlani in a furry bucket hat. Wow. 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 This is actually really hard because we know people who have had sex with both of them. Yes. Self-included. Both of us. We've. We have not. Mackenzie and I have had sex a total of three times. It's all, all the same three. partner. <laughs> it's all the same partner. King Princess or Kehlani. And take into account the hat. Because to me, this is giving limited to catalog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the hats are... The hat, but also... They're like, both bucket hats. Yeah. Um, and then Kehlani's nails are really long in this photo. Very mm-hmm. acrylic. Um, but also look at the angle of the photo. Yeah, she's already on top. So I I know that our listeners picked Kehlani. Yeah. I, with all the knowledge that I have yeah. and also really crunching the numbers because I'm a podcaster in STEM, yeah. I'm giving it to KP. Okay. And I know that they're going to give it to Kehlani, but they're wrong. They did give it to Kehlani. I think because King Princess has said openly that she is a bottom. She's a full liar. Yeah. A full liar. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Out. Hats, you're so good with a theme, Mackenzie. Can I tell you, I have so many more hats. There was a couple of really good ones that I forgot to post. We're going to have to do a, a hat part we two. Have to hat part two. Did you ever have a hat phase? Yes, I did. And what was it? It's always been ball caps. Oh, you but look that is, great in a ball cap. It's mainly because I need sun coverage. Yeah. Because I have not been out in the sun truly since I was 22. I love that about you. That's the year that I said no more sun on my face. Yeah. And I have not been out in the sun. We should. We can't. We're not we allowed can. to go in the sun legally, religiously. We I've can't. seen what my relatives look like with sun like damage. Hell? Yeah, like literal. <laughs> no. Oh, like they're like they're dead. <laughs> um, we all know I went through a cowboy hat phase. My ninth grade. Yeah, yeah. Where I were. I'd love to post some photos on our Patreon right now of or on this video of the cowboy hat phase. Okay, and just I sure fine. We'll post them. I um I had a phase. I was also deeply closeted and deeply Christian. Yeah. Uh, and my Christian youth group was really into saving your virginity until you were married. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of photos of me, which I don't think I have anymore. Yeah, you do. Um, we all know you do. With hats that would say like, "Wait till marriage" on them. Do you do you have the hats anymore? No, that sucks. I don't. I honestly think you should. Get those hats and wear those on the road. It's funny, when right? We're in Dallas. And it just says like, wait till marriage. I think you should. Um, the cowboy hat was me turning a new leaf because mm-hmm. I was going from middle school to high school. You were going from a girl to a woman. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, how do I want to express myself yeah. to the entire student body of a high school? Right. And I was like, Must cowboy hat. Be a cowboy hat. Every day. Yeah. And I did mm-hmm. for all of ninth grade. I love this. I also then went into a phase. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, no more cowboy hat. It doesn't even make sense anymore. I think it always made sense. I then and it st- still does. Do you know like 
um, earmuffs. Yeah, I've heard of them. I wore earmuffs in the summer for a full year. It's cool because you've always wanted attention and you've always made it a point to get it through fashion. Yeah. Because I remember when I first met you, you exclusively wore two different socks. Yeah. Always. I still do, except for right now. But that's a huge thing. Yeah. The two different socks, the chain and the red bandana. Yeah. I wore a red bandana for five years in LA. Yeah. Yeah, you're wearing it right now. You're quite literally wearing it And now I'm into my snapback phase Mm -hmm. and I want our merch. This snapback. Okay, we'll get one. We'll get some. Now, we have one more Ask a Dyke, and then we're out of here. Oh, right. Um, this Ask a Dyke, you and I, we pre-read it, or you pre-read it, and you said this was one of your favorite Ask a Dykes. Yes. So I have not read it. I'm going to read it now to our listeners. And I just want to personally thank the person who sent this. I have never read this, so I'm very excited. You've been talking it up a lot, and I hope it's good. Here we go. Okay. Hello, gays. I love the podcast and I've been listening to it for a few months now. So please don't judge me on the story too much, but I want your advice. So about four months ago, a new woman, I will call her B for ease, started at my job and she is also gay and in a long-term relationship of seven years. She lives on the other side of the pond and I live in the UK, just for context. (gasps) She lives in the UK? Uh, The person writing lives in the UK and the other person, B... Um, who just started at her job, lives in the U.S. Right. So can we restart without in her accent? You want to start reading it? Go ahead. Yeah. Hello. She lives on the other side of the pond. Let's not. You know oh, what? you know, not we, t- we tried it and, it and we don't work. like it. It doesn't work. Okay. Continue. Okay. I want to personally apologize to everybody in the U.K. for what Rachel just did. Holly. Holly. Sorry. Um, as I've been with my company for several years, she relied on me a lot during her first few months of... Uh, induction and we would spend a long time talking quickly it turned into a friendship and honestly as a single gay woman i was always attracted to her but kept it platonic for obvious reasons the person is in a relationship right and they work together um with some harmless flirting on my side okay i suspected that she liked me a few times as she would flirt back and would ask me quite personal questions about my tinder profile Mm. who i'm seeing and other more intimate questions i.e sex positions i enjoy i love that this is too hot yeah okay i love i love open book people Mm -hmm. i'm quite open so i was happy to divulge and chat and finally a lesbian finally have a lesbian friend Mm -hmm. plus we have a lot in common and would easily speak for hours daily cute love that Anyways, we met about three months later in Berlin for a work-related event. Uh Uh-oh. Can I just say, hot. What job? I love a worldly dyke. What, do you have spies? Yeah, they might We met in Berlin? That's the... Spy capital of the... Villanelle. (laughs) That's the spy capital of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, On our first night, B told me she asked her girlfriend for an open relationship because of me. Oh, shit. And then proceeded to try and kiss me. Wow. This is getting very drama Isn't this juicy? I turned her down right straight away. I turned her um, down straight away. She kept trying and I kept saying no for various reasons. We still kept talking that night and she admitted she had fallen in love with me and that she can't stop thinking about me and that if we sleep together, she may be able to get this out of her system and improve her relationship. Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Let's stop right there. Yikes. I asked my, we're coworkers. We're friends. We meet in Berlin. I tell my wife. Uh, she's in a long-term relationship, I believe. I tell my LTR. Yeah. I want to be open so that I can get with my coworker. And then to say to somebody, I just, just want to get it out of my system. That's bad. Oh boy. Hey, that's really bad. That's to me. Would have worked on me though. 
that's one of the biggest red flags to be like, let me fuck you. So I get this out of my system. Right. That's again, it not won't. even, well, not only that, but it's not taking into account the person that said no multiple times and what they want. Just wait. Okay. Um, Okay, back to the story. I told her I wasn't interested, and the next morning I told her we were best off just forgetting the whole thing and moving on with being friends. B said she would be waiting if I changed my mind. Long story short, as a single woman who was attracted to her, I eventually gave in on our fourth night and slept with her. Yeah, it's hysterical that she waited till night four. Oh, boy. I mean, she's, like, attractive, and you guys all vibe, and you're on Zoom just, like, looking down the, the barrel of your lens, like... Okay. We had uh, drunk every night, but this night it was different. We were both sober. B had insisted it would help her relationship, and I really liked her and wanted her, so I thought, why not? Oh, shit. I love when people email us their dirty laundry. This, like this to me, because it's not a bumble fumble. It's not, but it feels like a bumble fumble. It's not, but it is like, it's so much more than a bumble fumble because like there is so much depth and history and lead right, up to this. Like date. we're in Berlin. They're so far away. They're, the, the, the person has put a pause on their relationships. Like, but this is what makes me so infuriated. Right. I'm not loving this story. I'm personally becoming um, heated. Yeah, I, I see it. And I like it. And it's because this person is like, hey, this will help me. This will help my relationship with my partner if you fuck me. Yeah. That is so degrading to you as a human. And I've had this fantasy play out several times which, in my mind. And which one are you? I'm the one who's being propositioned. Okay, so you enjoy this. Yeah. To me, this is like really, really awful. Okay. However, back to the story. B uh, was allowed to be open, but not with me as the girlfriend knew she had feelings for me. Okay, so back to me being absolutely <laughs> horrified. Livid. So this person is not the the girlfriend knows and is like, I do not want you to fuck this person. And this person went out and was like, I'm going to fuck this person. Yeah. Horrific. Trash material. Trash. But also the juice, the gossip. And I think we should start a new segment where we get gay gossip. Yeah. Like airing out your dirty gay laundry, like the mess, the like saf. What is it? The, the absolute yeah. like chaos that is, it's not quite a bumble fumble. Sure. But it's not quite your askedike. It is this like in between of like, here is some juicy lesbian drama. Let's pitch this after I finish the story. Sorry, Leah, will you cut out her pitching that real quick? Is that okay? Yeah. I want to keep it like all tight. And then at the end, you can pitch this new segment. Okay. Um, it didn't help her relationship. And we both caught feelings and have spent the last few weeks since agonizing and missing each other. Because they had sex. Yeah. Oh, God. Going through the motions of agreeing to not speak to each other, to only continue speaking and not, reselfing, not respecting our self-imposed boundaries. <gasps> Eventually, she admitted to her girlfriend that we slept together in Berlin and that we had both fallen in love with each other. <gasps> the girlfriend then messaged me on Instagram saying I shouldn't mess with a married couple. The married? Okay, wait. So the story I got is that their marriage was for visa purposes at the time that they got married. So they are They're married. married. And that I've gotten into B's head and made the girlfriend's life a living hell over the last few weeks. Interesting that she calls her a girlfriend, but they are legally married. Right. Well, that's because that's what she was told. She was told it was like a, a, a just a long term relationship. Yeah. But like a marriage that was just for legal reasons. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fuck it's this. It's juicy. I decided not to reply. I told B about the message and said I would and said I would reply if she wanted me to with what she wanted me to, if that would help. Yeesh. 
I do have strong feelings for her. I've fallen in love with her and I know she feels the same way. I have told her to take me out of the equation of this situation though. I told her I don't want to be the reason things end with her girlfriend and I'm not the reason either. She hasn't made a decision whether she stays with her girlfriend or pursues me. Fuck! Either way, I'm struggling with it all and I'm not entirely sure what answers I'm seeking. All my friends have different opinions, but I guess maybe if I ask the dykes, I can be reprimanded or told some hard truths. Um, I'm not scared of being hurt. I've been hurting already, but I've learned that it's possible to love someone outside of a relationship and someone that's not yours in the traditional sense of a relationship. Either way, maybe I just wanted to share my story. Thank you, my loves, all the way from England. Okay. 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 We have very differing views, probably. Well, we always have very differing views. I also think that this, I think, I mean, let's break it down very quickly. Yeah. You have a married couple in the mm-hmm. U.S. You have a this this writer and who a spy lives in the in U.K. Berlin. and they're all spies. Yeah. Lives in the U.K. and has somehow f- formed this like intimate friendship with a coworker. That yeah. then when they meet, here's what's so interesting. She says no for four days. Yeah. She says for four days, I turned her down. I turned B down over and over again because B is in a relationship. Even though B says. I put my monogamy on hold for you. We then find out that that was a lie, right? Well, we all know you cannot put your mon- monogamy on hold for one person. That's not how this works. Not only that, it. but the girlfriend said, yes, you can have an open relationship, but not with this person because right. this person is somebody that you have an, an emotional connection to. Yes. So you set up boundaries with your partner who you are monogamous with or were monogamous with, and then you immediately broke those boundaries that you set up. So to me, this person has... Every single red flag Huge in red the flags. book. And she's also like, I want to use you. I want to use your body to make my relationship stronger with my partner who's back home. B is a super gay villain. Yes. We have a super gay villain on our hands, on the loose, running around the streets of Berlin. The amount of times I would have walked out on this person if they had said something like this to me. Well, the immediate... Here's what the issue is. Yeah. Is that we have had this close into like do you remember the beginning of this email where she's like i finally had a lesbian friend that i felt really comfortable with yeah and there was harmless flirting harmless flirting okay it's no longer harmless no 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 no. <laughs> but what i'm saying is like this i and like in the very end of the email mm-hmm. bees or the the writer was like i don't know if i need some hard truths or if i'm like i'm already sad but mm-hmm. she, you know what she didn't say she didn't say hopefully you guys tell me it's going to work out. Yeah. She knows. She already knows. We all know. Like, yeah, it's a telenovela. It's, it's, how do you say it? Telenovela. It's drama. It's pure drama. But at the end of the day, you have a gay villain preying on the closeness that was built. Yes. Under one pretense. And what do lesbians love? They love the yearning. A long distance buildup. It is. And that's what it is. You're building this long distance, high tension relationship. Right. And then you get to meet in person in Berlin. It's a sexy atmosphere. You're in a different country, right? You're only there for a couple days, right? This person wants to hook up with you, gives you all these different reasons why. You're saying no. And they're like, great, let me try a different tactic. Scary. It's a different tactic. Scary. Yes. This person just wants to sleep with you to help themselves. This is not about your relationship. This has nothing to do with, and I hate to say it, 
you as a person? Well, I would say that po- that's probably true. I would say that that's most likely true. I think we are dealing with like some type of like a compulsive narcissist liar type yes. of person where yeah. like there's not a lot of morality. There's a lot of, in- but there's a lot of intensity. There's a chance though that like those feelings are true. Let's say they are for a second. Absolutely. Let's no. say yes. for, they, and they can be. I think that there's a world where like their relationship that they built is real. There's a percentage of those feelings for sure. that are absolutely true. But yes. I do believe it's lust, not oh, for sure. anything more than that. But the way that B is going about getting what she wants is horrendous to the point where like we have maybe not seen the likes of this in many yeah. other yeah. emails that we've gotten on this podcast because whether or not these feelings are pure. And I think that like they very much could be, I think that sometimes you form relationships with people and like, you're like, shit, this wasn't supposed to happen. Like, that's okay. We're all human beings. Yeah. But what this person is doing is like very blatantly like lying to you and to her wife and has put you in a position where you're feeling like at the end of this email, she's like, I feel sad. I already feel so bad. I'm already hurt. What do I do? So many people are telling me so many different things. What do I do? But like, I think she knows that like what you need to do is never talk to this person ever again. It has to be, it has (laughs) to be a platonic work friendship. If there's a friendship even left there. Because they're even, they're already at the point where they're trying to do the thing where they're like, I set up boundaries. I'm trying not to. I, I, and I, but like, I think that some people feed on that. And I think B is the type of person that does. No. I think B they feed is like. on the yearning. Feeds on the yearning. And breaking rules. And breaking rules and yeah. being like, oh, I can't, but I want to. I love to want you. And it's yeah. so wrong. It's so right. But uh, the person who's writing into us is not one of those people. The person who's writing in is like, it's toxic. What do I do? I'm sorry. B is very toxic. toxic Run. And is trying to, it has like a whirlpool and they're trying to bring you down into their level of toxicity. The second you have somebody's wife in your DMs, you gotta look within. You gotta look within. The fact that you, okay, this is also what bothered me is that you told B about the DMs and said, I'll only answer with what you want to answer me. What you want me to answer. Yeah. Woof. You are now in this marriage and it's like a fucking shit storm. Yeah. You should, if, if a, like you said, if a wife DMs you, fucking run. You got to run. You're the other woman and it's, I'm sorry, you're in the worst possible position. I think also this is one of those times where distance can really be on your side. You're already on a time difference. You are already so far away. This is one of those beautiful things about being a little bit long distance is that you can really hopefully honor your boundaries and get on with your life in in the space that's physically around you. And also your English. You're already hot. Yeah. Go find somebody else. Yeah. And anybody else. This is like, this is the type of like toxic excitement that can be addicting to certain people, but it is not, it's not positive. It's not good for you. And you're feeling those things. You're feeling like, Ooh, this doesn't feel right. I've learned some things, but I think it's time. And I think, you know, it's time to put it to bed because this is a, a whole mess mm-hmm. that was really thrown upon you in a way where like your initial gut instinct, if you can think back to your first night in Berlin, when you thought I have this close, finally I have a queer friend that I'm close with and she tried to kiss you and you said, no, that was your true instinct. And following that will guide you back to a place where you can be safe. That's what I think. I think you said it perfectly. Right? Because I know a couple people that similar situations have happened to. I bet you B is a little bit older than her. Mm-hmm. And it's an older married woman preying on a young queer woman. 
And this, it's pretty much played out every single time this exact way. And it is a toxic person. They're narcissistic. And it is a, nar- it's, yeah, narcissistic. They're freaky. Yeah. Like, I've listened to podcasts about these people yeah, and it's, it's scary. It's rough. To, I, I think we can see through the, the email that this person has been manipulating this emailer, this yeah. uh, Two Dykes listener. Yeah for months and i think that the writer also is looking for an out and i think yeah. we can give it to you i yeah. think we can very easily say this is your sign yeah this isn't really um a gray area this is pretty black and white yeah. this person's manipulating run you. don't yeah. don't engage set up hard boundaries protect yourself and get out of there because you're a diamond you're an amazing writer this was like a and also a cheater if you're seeing somebody cheat on their partner with you they're going to do the exact same thing with somebody else for real if you become their primary partner, guess what? They're going to cheat on you eventually because sure. they get excitement out of this. Like <gasps> it's wrong. I'm not supposed to be doing this. And that goes away the second that you are yeah, allowed to be with them. So, but yeah. also thank you so much for writing to us. We really appreciate you letting us in on this like huge telenovela. Yeah. Like we thank you for trusting us. So we, we love you. We're obsessed with you. You want to start a new segment, right? I want to do a new segment. I want to see what the, sharks and the listeners do with this because this particular caller inner mm-hmm. wasn't a bumble fumble and it wasn't quite an ask a dyke. It yeah. was somewhere in between where she's kind of like airing out her gay dirty laundry. Love it. And I would like to try a new segment where if you have, it's not a bumble fumble. It wasn't on a first date, but this is your like sapphic drama that you would like us to weigh in on or just to get it off of your beautiful gay chest. I love this. Send it over. I'm willing to really Almost get like into relationship advice or yeah, yeah, it's it's you know how like queer um the in interminglings of queer relationships that can get really confusing and wild. Do I ever? Yeah, yeah. let's bring it into <laughs> yeah. the show. Let's call it queer dirty laundry. I'm loving and let's, it. Let's 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 get it the fucking let's take out the laundry. <laughs> oh my god, this was such a good episode. Um, you can subscribe to us on Patreon if you want to see us and get all our bonus episodes. We have tons of after dark episodes, hundreds of those. Yes, check out all of our stuff and please come see us on the road. We're gonna be in uh Florida in March. I'm so excited. I can't and we have wait. more dates coming. So check out our website, leave us a review, subscribe. We're in love with you. I'm Rachel Scanlon. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. Go do something gay today. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide dykes for life.